What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Cabrera, the podcast and coach here. And in this episode, we are going to talk about how to get what you are worth. How do you charge high prices? How do you become that high ticket and get people to pay you what you are worth? So our guest who joins us is a CEO and founder of Merrill Kriegsworth Media, which is a company that has helped hundreds of women globally ascend into self-funded wealth. She's dedicated to helping women break the chains of generational scarcity and step into becoming unapologetic female leaders who fearlessly demand what they're worth and get it. So our guest who joins us is none other than Meryl Kriegsman. Meryl, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to be here. Meryl, it is certainly a pleasure to have you on Breakthrough Success and worth is something that we all try to figure out where we are at and then how do we get what we are worth. So I feel like there are a lot of people who they will underestimate how much they are worth. So how can we get a better idea of our true worth and what kind of prices we can charge for the different services we have? It's such an interesting conversation and actually, you know, charging what you're worth is a very I mean, what does that even mean, right? Like, how do you define what you are worth? Like, how do you, how is that even possible, right? Like, we're limit, limitless beings, so it's, it's very hard to, to put a specific price tag on, on what it is that we do. So what I love to say, like, the angle that I love to take is that it's all about perceived value, right? And that is something that you can um, shift. It's something that you can either like communicate very successfully or very unsuccessfully, but that's really where we have a lot more power than we think that we do. So, uh, so that's what I help a lot of people do is like, how do you, how do you basically shift how your potential clients view you? Because that in the end is going to define what it is that you can charge, what you can get away with, so to speak. <laughs> like, <that's laughs> a, little, <laughs> a little manipulative, but you know what I mean? It's like, you know, that's what in the end defines um, whether people like feel really comfortable spending large chunks of money on you or, or feel like, you know, that's, that's, you know, she's overcharging or he's overcharging. And then it's uh, what I also find is that it actually has a lot to do what you need to charge with actually how much you need to be making per month to meet your financial goals. And I think that a lot of business owners actually haven't done that work. I don't know if you've done that work, Mark, do you know how much you need to be making? Yeah. I mean, I've definitely done that work. You just look at your expenses and then you figure out, you know, what gets you to break even and then a little extra. But I, I do feel like a lot of people, they don't know their numbers and that's a big detriment to a lot of people. It's a big issue. Yeah. And so a lot of business owners, they're stuck in this place of, I just want to make more. I just want to like, you know, I want more clients, more leads, more money, more. And, and as long as you actually haven't defined what that more is and what you, what you would be spending it on, right? Like why, why more money? Like, what are you going to do with the money? As long as you don't know, um, it's very hard to show up on a sales call and actually feel that, yes, what I'm charging is, is what I need to be charging, right? Like if, if you are, if you know exactly what you need to be making per month, right? You've looked at your business expenses, you've looked at your uh, personal expenses, you've looked at those nasty, um, you know, uh, bills that come up once a year that you normally, you know, make you go in, into a place of like, where did that bill come from? You know, like you've actually done the work, you know, you know what your numbers are, and then you start reverse engineering and you land on, 
specific prices for, for specific things that you offer. It's also like based on how much time you have for getting your business. So I don't know if you just heard, but there's like a baby squealing in the background. I have three little kids, wow. right? So there's like, there's a low, low supply and there's high demand for me, right? So that also influences um, how much I can charge. And, and so like when you know those things, when you really know your numbers, know the amount of time that you can charge, then you can just reverse engineer where your prices need to be. And then you know when you show up on a sales call uh, and you're, you're charging anything less, that you're gonna, like, like you're gonna pay from a quality of life standpoint right? Or are you going to pay in the amount of impact that you're able to make? I don't know about you, but I love to, you know, donate money and to mm. the causes I care about. We're building a food forest. We're going into organic farming and regenerative farming practices and all those things cost money, right? So oh, yeah. a really specific purpose for, for any sin that comes into my business. So yeah, those are some of my initial thoughts, Mark. And a lot of good thoughts right away. I mean, money is something you certainly have to be thinking about. And it's not a matter of charging a high-end price just for the sake of charging a high-end price. There are some people who they do $10,000 coaching and they are able to get clients at those price points. Now, you don't get, if you charge like $100 for your coaching, you're probably going to get more clients. A $10,000 client you make more money on. But do you need to charge $10,000. Some people they do because it's the lifestyle that they have, but how much money do you have to charge? All you got to do is look at your numbers to see what type of money you have to charge. Think about how many hours you're able to put in. And this is really about designing a lifestyle and then figuring out what type of money you have to inject into that lifestyle to make it happen. And it's just a matter of getting it. And one thing Meryl mentioned is it's not just about your expertise. It's about how people see you. So there's a difference between me saying like, I know about podcasting. I can help you with a podcast and me just starting out versus me having three podcasts, including this one, which is over 500 episodes. So yeah. how do we create that shift where people see us as that authority figure? Because that's just as important for this conversation of getting what we're worth. Yeah. So what I love to do with my clients is have them really sit down and ask themselves the question, like, what are those credibility markers in my space that are going to move the needle for how people perceive me? Right. So in my space, for example, it's, it's very important that, you know, like me as a, as a business coach and women's wealth advocate, it's important that I have the testimonials that mm. actually showcase that I know what I'm talking about. Right. And in your case, it's, it's like the, the numbers game, like 500 plus episodes. It's like, how many followers do you have? So it's about becoming really strategic about what those credibility markers are. Um, for me also it was huge to get on like C, like CBS news and ABC news and, and Forbes and entrepreneur and like all those things. So it's like, you know, just make a list of, of the things that you're after, like get really deliberate about it. And then, um, and then start, start moving towards that. And here's the thing. Um, a lot of people struggle with, for example, asking for testimonials, which is um, a prime, prime asset in, in your business um, if you want to be perceived as uh, a leading, leading figure in your space, right? And make people feel that it's totally, that you're totally worth spending that money on. Um, so one of the things that, uh, that I help a lot of people with is actually 
like just you know like give them a kick in the butt and get them to ask for the testimonials and then also how do you do that in a way that actually gets you the testimonials there's usually some following up involved because people are busy um but it's definitely worth pursuing you know that at this point when i'm selling my program there's actually not a lot of selling that i need to do because uh, I, I just have my social media person like push out all the testimonials one after another, you know, over the course of 30 days or so. We always have a, a longer card open because it's a higher ticket program. And, um, and I just, you know, need to show up a couple of times and that's basically it, right? So there's, there's like the, the, this, the credibility markers, they create the leverage that you need to then show up on a sales call and say, you know, it's like it's $20,000 or it's $40,000 or whatever it is that you charge and people not going like, Hey, this is so out of whack. Like this, like, where does, where does this even come from? Right? Like it, 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 it makes for a uh, for smooth transition into like a higher ticket conversation uh, when you have those things in place. And um, so the question, you know, for people listening would be like, what are those things in your space? that really make people see you as, as the, the expert, whether it's testimonials, whether it is um, uh, followers, number of followers, numbers of episodes. Um, it could be also something that really builds credibility is um, you walking your talk. So if you say you are about something, are you actually doing that? Are you actually like doing the things that you're saying you care about? Are you, are you walking your talk, right? Like it's not just the testimonials. It's actually like all the things. And it's really interesting how Meryl mentions the testimonials, the testimonials that give people an idea. They're that social proof. They're that review. And people always go to the testimonials to get an idea of, is this going to be something that works for me? And Meryl mentioned $20,000, $40,000 price points. And some people may see that as really high, but if you look at a testimonial saying, oh, I paid $20,000, I turned it into a six-figure business, it doesn't look as high if you look at it from an ROI standpoint. So when you do get people to go through whatever program you have, or if it's coaching, or if it's done for you, or anything like that, get the testimonials, because that's going to help you bring in more clients. And yeah. I think when you have this uh, student base, when you have the connections, it certainly is easier to get testimonials. What advice do you have for people who maybe they don't feel so connected? They just know friends and family, maybe a few other people. What's your advice for those people who are looking to get those initial testimonials? Yeah. So I always say that, you know, uh, in the beginning when you're just starting out, it's okay to have, for example, like an exchange situation with some people. Uh, to get those first testimonials lined up because they really, they really help you sort of kickstart your business to a certain higher level really fast. And it's just going to be hard if you're going to try to, to basically charge high ticket out of the gates and then sitting there and waiting for those initial clients to show up. So that's, that's what I did. Um, before I moved into business mentorship, um, I was a, a conversion copywriter. And I just, you know, started with um, charging some lower fees and have had, I've had some exchanges with people and I got those initial testimonials. And then I was all of a sudden able to go from basically zero to hundred when it came to pricing. Cause I, I knew I was good, right? Like I knew I had the chops, but I, like nobody else knew <laughs> like, it was the problem. 
<laughs> so I just uh, I, I gave myself that gift of basically just having having some uh, sort of like you know barter situations for for a couple of weeks. Like I gave myself time limit, and then um, uh, really consciously working towards getting those testimonials lined up. And um, and then I was able to very quickly move into a five figure range for projects. I personally, I love like pricing psychology and how that works and this whole perceived value conversation. And so what I personally did is I, I just turned it into like a, like a project or a, I say experiment. And uh, I got uh, people to pay me $25,000 or more for a six page website. So, you know, it's like, there's uh it's it's very interesting if you when you start playing with this and seeing it as sort of like a game or a dance you know like see it as something fun rather than like am i worth it oh my gosh am i an imposter like ah oh, right like mm. all the things if you if you know you're good and if you are able to get those testimonials it's proven i mean like why would you wait for for other other people's permission to to charge what you need to charge to get to where you need to go financially you know and it's interesting you mentioned that example twenty five thousand dollars for a fully done website with six pages i know some people would do it other people wouldn't um so that brings us to the next point you know there are people who would versus wouldn't how do we get in front of the people who would pay those types of prices because Maybe the side hustler who's just getting started isn't really thinking about that. But if you are some major corporation and $25,000 is just a rounding error to you. So how do we get in front of the customers who will pay those types of expenses? Yes, I actually love this question. And on my website, I have this lead magnet that talks about this like 40 plus ways to call in your high ticket clients. Um, and one of the things that I always share is uh, that you need to understand who you're talking to, not just like, who's your ideal customer sort of avatar thingy, you know, which we, I'm sure we've all done like, hundreds of those. <laughs> like I get clients who say like, if I have to do one more of those, it's just like, oh my gosh. Um, but you know, it's, it's more a, what you want to do is create a list of the things that people already need to have in place in order to qualify as a great client for you. Right. So it's less about the demographics or the geographics or like, you know, whatever, right? Like I don't care what color eyes they have and all the things. No, this is about like a list of things they need to have in place. So you, you, you flip the script and, and all of a sudden you find yourself in a place where it's about you, like they have to qualify themselves to show you that they are a great customer for you or a great client, not the other way around. And this might feel hard, right? In the beginning when, you, when you're still proving yourself and, and, and uh, what it is that you're doing. But if you can make that shift internally, things will, like the outside world will start to shift with it. Mm. Um, and what I find is that um, it helps my my people like get really specific about what their zone of genius actually is you know for example copywriters they they tend to write and websites and and landing pages and, and the emails and like every every single thing and really they should be focusing on one specific thing because usually you know they they are very good at one specific thing and uh, once you create that list you will start owning that and and that's when you can start moving into becoming an, an expert in that specific thing you know like many of us we're, we're too we're too unspecific we're too generalist right and 
and, and that makes it very hard for like people who the type of people that invest high ticket to seek us out and say, yes, I'm going to pay money for that. Like, for example, myself at this point, we hired uh, permaculture experts to support us in, in our project that we're creating. Our goal is to feed hundreds of local families with uh, we're on a piece of land here. So we want to like contribute to the food bank and everything. And um, like we, we don't want to spend the next, you know, five, six years, five or six years figuring things out. So we hired experts and that's what people do that invest high ticket. So understanding that, you know, they want to hire an expert. So are you niched enough? Um, are you really clear on what your zone of genius is? And then, um, then also understanding that people who have money to spend probably have like valued their time more than they value their money. Mm. Right. So let's sink, have that sink in. They value their time more than their, than they value your, than they value their money, probably your money too. Um, but you know, that's, that's, a good thing to keep in mind, uh, not just in how you market, but also um, the experience you're designing in inside of your programs or inside of your one on one packages, like whatever it is that you sell. So how can you save them time? Right. It's not about them wanting you to like pad the offers with like extra calls and extra deliverables and extra everything. No, they want something very specific and they are looking for the quickest way there. Right. So what can you do to create like a beautiful experience that get, gets them to where they want to go as fast as possible and as pleasurable as possible? Mm. Yeah. I mean, people certainly value time more than their money. And if you're able to step in and say, I could do this for you and it would save you a ton of time, then people are willing to make that investment. If it means getting their website done or their copywriting or coaching to guide them in the right direction. There's certainly a lot of different approaches you can take. It is a matter of knowing what you're worth, charging accordingly, and putting yourself in front of people who can pay. And for people who maybe they can't pay something super expensive, that's where something like a book can come in, a lower exactly. ticket. So yeah. you've got a variety of different options that you're able to have. And Merrill even has a free lead magnet, which you mentioned earlier, which will be in the show notes of this episode. So you can really go anywhere from free, low ticket, but you do want to have a high ticket because a lot of people, they don't have something like that yet in their offering. So definitely think about how you can offer yours. It's such a, a fast way to, to access a lot of wealth quickly, right? Um, for example, if you want to do a membership area or you want to write the book or you want to like all those things, they take time. They take time to create, they take time to get it in the hands of the right people. And those things absolutely have value, right? And I think a lot of, especially, you know, people that come from their hearts, right? Like when it comes to business, they want to have their stuff be available to, you know, also people that don't have tons of money. But the ironic thing is that the quickest way to get to a position where you can truly focus on your books and focus on, you know, creating a wonderful membership area for, or membership uh, site, and then also have the money to pay for the traffic that's going to lead there is by initially ch charging, you know, a high, higher end fees for one-on-one -on -one work or group experiences. And, um, and that's, that's the path I've chosen. And it's, and it's, it's working really, really well for me and my clients. I mean, right now I'm, I'm not even yet in the paid traffic 
I sit at stage of my business. I've, I've done every single thing organic up till now. And, you know, I do launches. I have the last launch I did was launching like six weeks ago, you know, brought in uh, over $650,000. And I think I paid 300 bucks just to get like a sign up page done that, you know, I, I just did some shared Facebook lives with other experts, got it in front of my list of, you know, very little people actually. (laughs) But when you're selling high ticket, you don't need like a large number of people, which is a costly thing to pull together. You know, whether it's, for example, like you, right? Like spending lots of time creating your podcast. And, and I mean, I'm sure that didn't just fall out of the sky for you, right? Like it's a lot of, if not monetary input, like energy and, and, and creativity and time and, you know, but a great, great thing to, to quickly add money to your monthly uh, goals or to your monthly, you know, income is, is creating a high ticket offer. And then you just need a few clients. Yeah. And that's like, again, when we look at the income and like, you know, how much money you need to pay off expenses and have a little extra, that is where the high ticket definitely comes in handy and you need fewer people to fulfill your income goal. Merrill helps people who do want to have that high ticket offer and get more clients to those offers. So I'm going to give you the opportunity now to share just some of the places we could go to follow your work and journey. Yeah, for sure. So um, I have a free Facebook group. Uh, that one is specifically for women. Uh, it's called Create Your Money Vortex. And we have lots of conversations there, very active in there about, um, you know, income, income goals, how to step into this place within yourself where you feel comfortable and excited about charging higher ticket fees because it's a, it's a huge inner game as well. Uh, not like just like thinking of my mom and her inability to bring in money. You know, I think a lot of us have have stories of generational scarcity that we carry with you know within us and that are tripping up our ability to to actually go out and and charge the kind of money that gets us to where we want to go financially. This is, by the way, it's such an interesting question. Like you know this is a good test. Like before I talk about where people can like follow my work and all that good stuff. Um, when you look at your income goal and you look at your offers, are your offers actually designed to get you there? Usually there's this huge gap between, okay, I want to have like a 50 K months. And then, you know, I take my client and say, okay, let's have a look at your offers. And their offers are like, like, you know, $1,500, $2,500, maybe like they have one huge offer that is like, you know, $6,500. And it's like, I love you, but you know, you would have to work yourself to like death if you, if you were actually to reach your, your revenue goal. So make sure you, you add those profit margins in there so that you can actually show up in a way where you deliver your very, very best work and not be, you know, like an exhausted hamster on your hamster wheel trying to churn out more and more and more. So um, that being said, so definitely if you're a girl, if you're a woman, uh, go uh, join my Facebook group, Create Your Money Vortex. And otherwise, just um, follow me on Instagram, uh, Mira Creeksman. I'm sure my name will end up somewhere in the show notes if you don't know how to spell it, which is most people. Because <laughs> And, uh, and also you can just hop over to my website and sign up for that lead magnet, 40 plus ways to call in your high ticket clients and make them buy from you. It has all kinds of organic strategies to 
like really um, strategically activate your referral networks, which by the way, did you know that the best way to get referrals is to give referrals? I find this always like, I love this principle. Wow. More, more of that inside that lead magnet. And, uh, and if you feel really called to this work, you can always book a call there and uh, you can talk to me or my team. That's a lot of great resources. We will throw all those in the show notes. Thank you, Breakthrough Success listeners, for joining us for another episode. And thank you, Meryl, for sharing all of your great insights with us today. You're so welcome. My pleasure.